This edition of Steve Adubato Uncut, the podcast, has been made possible by the Russell Berry Foundation, the New Jersey Education Association, and Johnson & Johnson. We are honored to be joined uh, once again by Bridget Cutler, founder and executive director of Moms Helping Moms, a 2019 winner of the Russ Berry Making a Difference Award. Good to see you, Bridget. Nice to see you too, Steve. Uh, remind folks exactly what Moms Helping Moms is all about. Sure. Um, so Moms Helping Moms Foundation is a New Jersey diaper and baby supply bank. So through partnerships with about 60 different social service agencies in the state, we distribute free baby essentials to low-income families. Why is this so important? First of all, uh, the thing I always come back to is we do what we do because we want to help babies and we want to help children. We believe that every child born in this world should have a, a fair shot at life and should have the essentials. They should have food. They should have clean clothing and, and diapers so that they can be put on a good path from day one. Um, so that is the most important thing to us. Um, and to give you a little bit of an idea of the need, um, about 33% of families all over the country, not just in New Jersey, um, report that they cannot afford enough diapers for their children. So this causes a myriad of problems. It causes health issues. Uh, it prevents them from being able to drop their children off at daycare or early education centers um, because those types of places require that if your children are in diapers, you need to drop off a supply of diapers with them. They do not provide those, nor are diapers um, supported by any sort of government program. You can't buy diapers with food stamps. Um, so they don't have a lot of support and they have to come to places like us. So, so let's take a step back. I remember you first told me this. Um, it was at Ramapo, you, again, the 2019, uh, one of the Rustbury Award for Making a Difference. You were, it was the last time we were together physically for an event. And we will be together again, uh, as opposed to the virtual conversations. But I, I actually thought that couldn't be right, that there was no government program that actually supports diaper distribution, particularly for those, or covers diaper expenses, particularly for those who, from an economic point of view, clearly need that help. Right, yeah, that's something that not many people know. Um, a lot of people assume that you, know, you can buy diapers with food stamps. Um, also, a lot of people question, well, why can't they use cloth diapers? Um, and the reason, as I already mentioned, is if they wanna be able to you know, have childcare, they right. don't allow for cloth diapers. Um, so they're really stuck. And it's, it's preventing parents um, from being able to go look for jobs, from being able to go to work because, you know, they, 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 can't, they can't leave their children there with no diapers. Um, but you know, I'm sorry, Bridget, but what hit me is that this was a problem pre-COVID. Yes. Now, COVID hits, let's just say, in March of 2020. We're taping this uh, toward the late fall of 2020. COVID has exacerbated this situation on a lot of levels. Help us understand. Yeah, so um, prior to COVID, you know, we were distributing uh, about 25,000 diapers a month to di different families, and that wasn't even coming close to hitting the need. And then as soon as COVID hit, our demand tripled. Um, and at the same time, we were not allowed to uh, invite volunteers into our our warehouse to help us, which is that our volunteers are a, a huge part of why we were able to do what we do. So right. we were faced with 
a huge amount, um, a huge increase in families that were coming to us from help, for help, um, while at the same time, a huge decrease in our staff and volunteer time, because in addition to not allowing volunteers, we also had to come up with a plan to just have one employee there at a time. So we were, you know, social distancing and we had to um, arrange for contactless pickups. Some organizations that used us were not able to, they shut down themselves. So they were not able to come to us. So we had to figure out how we could maybe deliver to them. So we were, you know, everything came, came down on us at once. And I know this was the case for everybody, but um, basically, you know, prior to COVID, we were not even scratching the surface of the need. You know, we do our best, but the need is huge. Like I said, it's about one third of families um, with children under five. And that, um, I don't have any really specific or great calculations, but I can tell you that this year already, we have distributed more than twice what we distributed in all of last year. And so put this in perspective though, we'll put up the website right now for Moms Helping Moms. From a fundraising point of view, like us, like you, every nonprofit, every not-for-profit struggling in terms of raising money on so many levels. Who has events? You can't have those events, or those events are now virtual, and how do you bring in money? Or the people who are your underwriters, funders, grant foundation, support, whatever it is, they're struggling too. Right. So if people wanted to be supportive, could they go on the website and do that? And are they looking? At, are you looking for money or are you looking for people to donate diapers? So currently we are, we, prior to COVID, um, we, were, we don't just do diapers. We do baby clothing. We do um, rollers, essentials. We had to stop taking all types of donations because it was causing a, you know, would cause a problem to have people coming in and dropping things yes. off, disinfecting and all of that. So... Um, basically, what has happened is our, you know, our demand and our distributions have doubled, um, yet we're still working with the same budget, and we are not getting diapers from, you know, the community. In addition to that, we have about 30 to 40 diaper drives every year that, that people do for us, um, and those are not happening either. So mm. one nice thing about um, our organization is with monetary donations, specifically with diapers, they are the one thing that we purchase and we are able to purchase them for one-third of the retail cost. Because so, of your not-for-profit status, because of the work you're doing, correct? Yes, we have, a, we have a relationship with the National Diaper Bank Network who is able to purchase wholesale diapers at, they're about 15 cents a diaper, where if you went into Target or you know, the corner bodega, they're anywhere from 35 to 50 cents a diaper. So currently, because we have this huge increase in demand, and, and like you mentioned, um, we normally have a big gala in January and that's not going to happen. So monetary donations at this time are um, more important than ever. And that, that can be done through our website. Bridget, before I let you go, winning the uh, Rustbury Making a Difference Award has meant what for your organization? <sighs> well, um, obviously it was a huge, huge honor um, and recognition. And there was uh, great it was great publicity for us. We were, we connected with other Rustbury um, awardees, so that was really fantastic. And Rustbury has been helping out in some other ways, um, having conferences and and um, sure, and all, as well as um, I should mention, they um, raised a COVID relief fund, and we received sure did. ten thousand dollars from them. Um, By the way, let me put this in perspective. Last twenty five years, well, since nineteen ninety seven. Um, 366 New Jerseyans have won the award 
over $3.5 million in cash awards, your organization being one of them, right? Correct. In addition to the fund you just talked about. In addition, yes. Yeah. So in 2019, um, when I received the award, we received a $10,000 check from the Raspberry Foundation. And then this year, um, we also received another $10,000 from the COVID relief fund. So it, you guys, the, the foundation has just been incredible. Yeah. Um, and, and most people who work in nonprofits will tell you that there's always way too much to do and not enough time to do it. So you get bogged down. And it's things like that that allow you to step back for a second and remember why you're doing sure. the work that you're doing because it's very important. All nonprofit work is. Bridget, keep doing what you're doing. And thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. I really appreciate it. No, we appreciate you. We'll be right back right after this.